Ladies, gentlemen, geeks of all ages, you are now entering BJ Shea's Geek Nation. Welcome. Yes, welcome to BJ Shea's Geek Nation. I am the Reverend in Fuego. Across from me is Vicky Barcelona. Hello. The show's namesake, BJ Shea, is on assignment. I don't Goodbye. know what he's doing, but uh, probably board gaming. I mean, that's what he really does. But running the boards is Joey D. Ohio. Ohio? Ohio. Mm. On today's Ohio. show, we will talk and gush about the new season two trailer for Mandalorian. Ooh. We will talk video game talk because, well, in response to Microsoft putting out their prices, PlayStation has done so for the PS5. I will talk about the Fallout 76 Season 2 because, again, that's pretty much the one game that I always play. <laughs> and, of course, the Geek Sheet with Vicky B. Vicky, how can people get a hold of us? Get a hold of us via our website, bjgeeknation.com. Get our blogs, podcast, and more. More. Uh, or just search for BJ Shay's Geek Nation on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Radio.com, and iTunes to find us. Yes, and let's start off with the one thing that I got super excited about. Found out, I think, last week uh, that the trailer for Season 2 of The Mandalorian came out. And, ooh, I got super excited about this one. He's got goosebumps. I did. And it was, it was neat to see... Um, first off, we talked on Friday about um, uh, the boys, and it's funny because G- uh, Giancarlo Esposito is Giancarlo. Thank you, Giancarlo Esposito. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, has uh, has a role in the boys as the uh, Vought corporate head, um, but also he is a uh, he's. I think it's Darth Gideon. I don't think maybe it's not, maybe Grand Moff Gideon. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, he's not a Darth. Like that's he's not, not a thing your, anymore. He's not yeah. your daddy. Exactly. Wow. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I had to. But it was just like he's in so many things as a bad guy, and oh, I love it. He's also in the DC Universe. If you have the DC Universe app, I think that's also going to be on HBO Max. Uh, Harley Quinn. He does oh. the voice of Lex Luthor. Are you serious? Yeah, he's so good. Wow. He doesn't pop up too much because obviously it's Harley Quinn and Lex is more of a Superman villain. Mm-hmm. But he does appear in like four or five episodes. Wow. So it is. It, he, he does so good. I, so, I could see him be a Darth Luthor. Darth Luthor. Darth Luthor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lex Luthor in, in like a live action like if we had to have him in like a Superman or a Batman movie, he mm-hmm. would be a phenomenal Lex Luthor. Yes, and if you don't remember where things left off in the Mandalorian, uh, he uh, Moff Gideon actually had a dark saber, which is kind of like it looks like a lightsaber that's inverted. Oh, it looks so badass! So they don't see that in the in the trailer. This really more focuses on um, what's going on with the Mandalorian and uh, the child, Baby Yoda, <laughs> and um, he's like, nope. Yeah, like there was one scene in it, like seriously, go back and watch it, watch it a million times, but just when, uh, when he, uh, when the Mandalorian's about to use his little spiky rockets to like waste everyone and, uh, the child sees it go off and he's like, nope. And just like the, uh, his little, uh, his little pod thing just closes up and he like hides in it and like, oh yeah, it's about to go down. Like, it's so cool. But it looks like they're still going along the uh, same theme as getting the child to a place where he needs to go. Yep. Which is... With they other d- Jedi! Exactly. They note Jedi right away. 
So they've already said that Rosario Dawson is going to be the sh- uh, a fan favorite in the Star Wars universe as uh, Asaka Tano, mm-hmm. which if you've uh, watched uh, uh, Clone Wars, um, that's the one that she was in and the main character in that. We're still in like the second season and there's like six seasons. There's a lot going Whoa. on with it. She starts off as kind of a little snippy pain in the ass Padawan to Anakin and uh, gets a little bit uh, gets a little bit better as we're going along. So it'll be fun to see how that goes. And I want to see how this happens. And I have a feeling she has something really to do with uh, the Mandalorian uh, getting either in contact with the Jedi or this or this might be the Jedi that she needs to get in contact or he needs to get in contact with. The one thing I really hope to see in season two is I want to see more uh – some space Boston talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bill Burr yes. has been confirmed to be back. I don't know if it's going to be this season. It would make sense, but yeah, just a I, salty, a salty Bostonian in space is probably my favorite thing. It's, I saw a meme that said something like, "Having Bill Burr's character in this uh, in the Star Wars universe implies that there is a Star Wars Boston out there," <laughs> and I'm living for that. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the worst place. People just overdrink and uh, overturn cars when it comes down to their sports teams. Do they have Sam Adams over there? <laughs> I wonder. Like, what if I wonder, it's like what, Star Adams or yeah, something yeah, like that. Like, what, yeah, how could you turn it into a different sort of space name? I think Star. Adams works pretty well. Some Sam broth? Sam Bone broth? I don't know. Sam broth? I'll keep working on it. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Uh, but yeah, so Mandalorian Season 2 arrives to Disney Plus on October 30th, and the posters are out there, the trailer's out there. We posted the trailer on our Facebook page, so if you haven't been mm-hmm. able to find it, and you can't just yell at your phone and say, hey, Siri, put... Don't do it! Me. Oh, yeah, it was like, put that down. Um, but yeah, so it's out there. Check it out. Get hyped, because this will be a lot of fun, and Vicky, mm-hmm. I know you got a little brother who's like yeah, perfect, little... like like baby baby Yoda size. Are you gonna are you gonna do that for uh, Halloween? I'm even if we don't go out because right now Halloween's up in the air. Yeah, I'm really thinking about it. Right, just get out. You could probably go to a spirit store and get whatever they call it, the kid or something like that. But right. you can find their weird knockoff of uh, a baby Yoda costume. It's tricky because he is one of those kids, like most kids, doesn't like anything on his face or head. Mm-hmm. So if you put sunglasses on it, he'll keep them on for a second and then take them off. Yeah. Hats, he's like, no, I'm taking this <laughs> off. And don't even try to put a mask on this kid because it's not going to work. Well, uh, I mean, he's little. He's, I he's not even two yet. Uh, he will, yeah, he won't even be two for Halloween. He'll still be a few weeks shy. So Aww. I feel like I might have to be like Mando or like, yeah, I don't get know. yourself a Mando helmet and uh, run around, and that'll be that's all you need. <laughs> you just need the helmet, and then he can have maybe the ears and maybe like for like 30 seconds, and you can get the picture. <laughs> there is a video, um, my that my mom has where she's pulling him around in his little uh, wagon. I got him, oh, and geez. he's all wrapped up because it was a little cold that day. And he kind of looks like the child because his hair was sticking out. So he kind of looked like his weird head. It was so cute. That's amazing. <sighs> also, like if you've got some geeky kids out there, post on our Facebook page I your pictures. See the pictures. Yeah, like the pictures for Halloween, like any or even cosplay. If you're a kiddo who does the cosplay, uh, if they've done it in the past at conventions or however which way they do it, I love to see those. So post those on our Facebook page. Yes. Moving on from that, video game chat. Uh, in response to uh, Microsoft putting out, well, it was first leaked that the Xbox Series S or whatever the hell it's called it was coming out for 399 bucks, And this was the lower tiered, less processing power version of their Xbox Series X, which will be coming out at $500. 
well, PlayStation needed to put out their stuff because they couldn't let Microsoft get all the news. And so the PlayStation 5 launches November 12th, 2020. Uh, Pre-orders are pretty much just done already, if you didn't. Dude, (laughs) like, it's next to impossible right now to get a pre-order because they've all quote-unquote sold out. There was one guy I follow on Twitter who literally was tweeting out there, I will fight your father for your PlayStation. That's incredible. And I'm pretty sure he was mostly serious mostly about serious. it. <laughs> like, you know, you, but it's like one of these things where the hype was so real. And I saw people saying, I got it. Yeah, I got it. Or like people just like begging, like, hey, I'm trying to figure it out. Best Buy won't. Their whole their website basically got taken down. It's like, it's been rotating for 30 minutes. I don't think it's going to happen. And like, I didn't realize until it was already gone. I do want a PlayStation 5. Maybe eventually. <laughs> I didn't even know they were on pre-order already or that the hype was that big enough to create that kind of demand. Well, it's gigantic. It, no, no, I mean, we don't really know how the world's going to be in the next six months, <laughs> like, realistically. <laughs> what is the one thing that has been uh, blowing up? Video gaming. Video gaming. Like, yeah. I want to get a Nintendo Switch and I'm... Yeah. Okay, so here's the deal. Here's a hack. If you search for the Nintendo Switch... Or even just go to like a Target or a Walmart mm-hmm. and put in it and and put in uh, the search engine, Coral, C-O-R-A-L. Okay. And like Nintendo Switch Coral, there's a high likelihood that you will find a Nintendo Switch Lite that is pink, a coral color. Apparently, if you search for it any other way, it'll just come up with the regular colors. Right. And this is one that you can actually find. This is how my wife found hers. <laughs> She's getting a DS Lite, or not a DS Lite, a Switch Lite, yes. just basically for Animal Crossing. Um, but yeah, the only difference is with that and the normal Switch is it won't play on a big TV. Which is, I think, what I'm kind of looking for. Oh, for a big TV console? Because I, I would love to play like Mario Party and all those, like, Kitty games. If oh, you they're will. so much fun. And like even like with Mario Kart, like and with the Switch, like with the controller, the way it works is like all of the, the, the Joy Cons come apart. So like if you yes. have the left and the right, and if you set it up for like a two player game, each person can use those controllers. It's oh, really it's really super cool. Like the way they figured it out. Nintendo has like the family party game uh on lock. It really mm-hmm. does. Which is really what I wanted for. But now with the PS5, we talked about the fact that Nintendo had the Switch and the Switch Lite, and Microsoft also has the uh, S and the X as well. We've got PlayStation doing their digital edition and then the normal PS5. Essentially, the only difference is a drive. So you can put in your discs if you need to, if you want to uh, have physical copies, or you can just do download only, which you just do through the PlayStation Network, and it it works fairly good on that end. Um, And so the price difference, because with the S and the X, the S actually has a lower processor. With the PlayStation, it doesn't. It just is not doesn't have the physical entry point for your um, discs. So it is four hundred dollars. And the main one is $500. So it's about a $100 difference. Me personally, I'm really kind of just leaning towards getting the uh, the one with the physical drive. Just because I don't, I don't want to just have everything be contingent on having an internet connection. So that's kind of where I'm going with it. And beyond that, really, there's not much of a difference on it at that end. This price point is... Incredible to me. I'm not the most tech savvy person, but from every person I've talked about in the industry that 
you know, ha- talks about hardware and what these things can do. Yeah. $500 is not that expensive. When and I, it, yeah. When I bought my Xbox One five-ish years ago, I want to say now, it was the same price point. Yeah. So it's very odd to me. And, and not in a bad way, just in like a, wow, they're really going to sell a lot of these. And I think you told me, Rev, that they usually try to sell them at cost or less and take a loss on them because they make up the money in games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, even still... Based off what I'm reading that's inside these machines, I mean, you're getting a almost $500 computer. Yeah. And that's like the thing, like they just showing off, like uh, just looking at the PlayStation site, like they have ray tracing, which means new levels of realism as rays of light are individually simulated, creating true to life shadows and reflections in support in supported PS5 games, which means that most of those games, I mean, they look beautiful anyway. Even the PS4 games, when I got Red Dead Redemption 2, it was just like, this is fantastic. It's going to be crisper. Um, they're also doing a 4K TV gaming, which it was sort of with the PS4, but it was like not true 4K. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the things that everyone found out. Like you can't use your ultra ultra 4K DVDs or whatever the hell you want to call those things um, because it it isn't true 4K. I actually found a list. Uh, so IGN posted on their Facebook uh Basically, a comparison between the Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5 mm-hmm. in both types. Okay. So, I mean, I could run them down. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. The... Run down some of them, yeah. So, for the 499 one, which is Xbox Series X, PlayStation 5, uh, we have dimensions. It's about Xbox 5.94 wide, same as deep, and 11.85, so 12 inches tall. Yeah. So it's going to be a tall mofo. They look weird, too, because it's... it's just a block. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the PS5 looks like a... Uh, basically, like, a wireless router. Yes. And the Xbox kind of looks like... They were calling it the mini fridge. Like a mini fridge mixed with an Alexa. Yeah, because it just is like a little brick. Right. It's kind of... Huh. It's... But at least they look slick enough where you can just have them up on your shelf. Mm -hmm. And if somebody knows what it is, sure, they'll know what it is. But if they don't, maybe they'll just think it's like a fancy bookend or something like that. Uh, But for the PlayStation 5, it is uh, much wider than that one, but not as deep. But it is like (laughs) almost 16 inches tall. So it's a little bit taller, much taller. Um, So Xbox Series X, uh, native 4K, 120 hertz, 8K support for resolution. And then for PlayStation 5, it's 4K, 120 hertz, 8K, 8K support. So same thing. Yeah. Uh, storage size. Xbox is one terabyte NVMe. I'm not really sure what that means. With uh, storage drive and SSD storage drive. Mm-hmm. While PlayStation 5 is a custom 825 gigabyte with an SSD so storage drive. So a little bit less storage mm-hmm. room. Um, and the SSD is a big thing because it helps everything boot up faster. Yes. It's like one of the main keys with those. So And yeah. they have the same, like you said, 4K UHD Blue Ray drive. And it's one of the, I mean, just with those, I mean, they're running, they're running pretty close on yes. specs together. Um, the big thing with the PlayStation 5 is the exclusive titles. Microsoft already said they're not doing exclusive titles because they go back and forth with their PC games a lot. Mm. So they want to make sure that you can play it on a PC as well, usually Windows 10, and as well as their Xbox. Um, But some of the exclusive titles with the PlayStation, uh, Marvel Spider-Man with Miles Morales, Mm -hmm. it's not a full game. Or rumors going back and forth that some people are saying it's not a full game. There's some saying it is a full game, so you have to kind of test and see what that. Um, Horizon Forbidden West, Ratchet and Clank, Gran Turismo 7, bunch of different games that are coming out with this. And obviously they're going to have all the sports games that you love. So if you're if you're interested and you're like, 
hopefully you're not kind of down back and doing all of the uh, dang uh, console wars. Um, I don't know which one I'm getting first. I just got a PS4 like last year. So <laughs> I'm kind of like, mm, we'll have to see. Uh, mo- both of them are backwards compatible. Uh, really? And, yes. And But some of them are going to have updated versions of the games. Like I heard that Witcher 3 is going to be, uh, they're releasing a new version hmm. for PC for Xbox and for PlayStation. So if you want updated graphics to get all that super pretty stuff, they're going to be having that. So you're going to probably get both, Joe. You know, I haven't <laughs> been a whole co- uh, console person in a long time. I'm a big PC person now. Yeah. And because of that switch that you were talking about that Microsoft has made to essentially make all their games viable on all their platforms, including PC, mm-hmm. I have just kind of stuck with that. That being said, the PS5 looks like a beast. So you never know. <laughs> Save enough money, and I might just end up buying one anyways. Right. And, that's and the, I'll stick with the Switch. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So let us know how you feel about that. If there's any, you know, if you have concerns about this, because right now at this point in time, I really don't. Like, both of them seem to have some really awesome games, so I'm stoked for it all. Now, finally, before we get to the geek sheet, wanted to quickly just talk about the fact that I love Fallout. I love Fallout 76. I know how many problems they've had in the past. And guess what? It's Bethesda. It's still buggy. It's still exactly what it is. But they're doing a season thing, which means I'm coming back to it so I can fulfill all the daily obligations so I can get all sorts of weird tchotchkes and prizes that I don't necessarily need. But it gives me something to do and playing out in the wasteland. Um, before, last last one was a, a kind of a space theme going on with it. And uh, you were trying to beat, uh, we were talking about Flash Gordon. And it was just like, uh, you're basically going against Ming the Merciless. And oh. going through these boards trying to get to the planet before he does on this giant game board. So you do the daily stuff and then you'll get points and then you'll get a level. And once you get your rank, you move a little bit on the on the gaming board. They're keeping with that theme, but this time it's Armor Ace and the Power Patrol going <laughs> against those dirty red commies because that's what it goes for. And so now it's going on through right now, as of last week, actually September 15th and runs through mid-December, you're going on their march of freedom across the globe to defeat the subjugator so you're going around you're doing all sorts of big things you're having some fun uh and you're just collecting like skin a lot of its skins or like repair kits or maybe some of their atoms which is their secondary purchasing um stuff for microtransactions um and it gives a reason to go and play the game they've added some new things called daily ops which is a mission-based uh instanced quest that you can do with your group of friends or just yourself and you have to do it within a time limit and no matter what you get a prize but if you do it quicker than other people you get better prizes so that's added and they've done a whole new overhaul of the game in terms of content so usually if you would end up in like the newbie area uh, you would be fighting against creatures that are like between level 1 and 10. Well, now it's dynamic. So if you're going in there with me, you sh- I'm, my character's over level 100 right now. Whoa. Yeah. So um, essentially like in the newbie area, it will cap out at level 50. But when you're going to different places across the map, it'll match as closely as it can to your level. So now suddenly you can walk, walk across the wasteland and just kind of go through it and really be fighting for your life a lot. So it's fun, but it's also super stressful when I just want to try to get to one place and I'm suddenly dealing with a whole bunch of feral ghouls that are like level between 60 and 100. And I'm like, leave me alone. I'm just trying to get to a thing. But it's also fun. 
That reminds me of Pokemon when you would roll in the grass and it would be like, <laughs> you found another Pidgey. Yeah. Like, no, a Pidgey. Yeah. And a freaking, you know, was it? <sighs> Caterpie. Caterpie. There's a bunch of Caterpies. Or now, uh, I talked about Atoms, and that was a way for you to like buy extra stuff in their Atoms store, but you can also use those to pay for, uh, if you're one of those players who doesn't have enough time to complete all of the things, and you're getting close to it, or you just want to skip maybe to a couple extra spaces, you really want to get that thing, you can purchase um, ranks, and you can move farther on the board with your Atoms, so you don't have to really necessarily worry about falling behind. Some gamers have more time than money, some gamers have more money than time, so it kind of balances all all of that out. Much more stuff going along those lines. They're listening to the player base, and while I said that the game is buggy at best, it's still one of those things that I really love to play. And it's really worthwhile um, if you're into the Fallout universe. If you've played Fallout 4 and you understand that, sometimes your game just might crash, and it might just piss you off. Or you might suddenly get stuck up in the ceiling because you're trying to hit something on the ceiling and you've warped above it. Or Carl might hit your controller and you might die. Yeah, that might happen, or your wife might walk in front of you as suddenly you're in a very intense firefight, and then you're yelling at your wife to get the hell out of the way. Uh, but we won't really get into that. <laughs> I just have to say I definitely recommend Fallout, again, for the same reasons I said. Uh, but now we need to move on to... The Geek Sheet with Vicky B. All right, Vicky, what's going on? So don't you hate it when you see a movie or a show, and I'm kind of looking at Joe here, and they don't... <laughs> resolve something like oh. there's still that lingering question oh, i was gonna say it'd be when there's time travel in it hello <laughs> that is me it's like we never got the answer to it it's like maybe you might, might have never thought about it until now Uh-oh. but it's gonna be the thing that's gonna drive everyone nuts now isn't it right it's five awkward questions disney movies never quite answered Ooh, okay and this is from cinema blend so the first one being did other mermaids ask to get legs after ariel left she did set a precedent. Right. So she made she originally made the deal with Ursula. And, you know, so it is was assumed that these types of acts are reserved for the likes of a sea witch at a terrible cost. Yet the Little Mermaid shows that King Triton is also capable of such feats after he restores Ariel's human legs. Good call. So that she can live a life of luxury above ground with Prince Eric. One has to wonder, did any of Triton's daughters feel like they got the short end of the stick? Right, so she was the youngest, right? Yeah, she was the biggest. Oh, so I bet every single one of uh, her sisters is just like, you're going to let her do that, and you wouldn't let me drive my fishmobile at 16? Right. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> like, you need to be able to, uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's going to set a real bad precedent that for That led to the uh, first Great Mermaid War. <laughs> right. And then it's, she's like, what, 16, 17? It's like, okay, go ahead, I'm going to give you legs. See you later, daughter. Do you know what you call a mermaid who gets legs? Uh, what? Wait, you, you call them fish sticks. Because they're, they're, they're little. Wow. Little, little, little. I see what you did yeah, there. Yeah, thanks. It's, it's. Butterunch. Thank you. You're welcome. Sorry, I think I broke the key. All right, continue. Yes, you did. <laughs> okay. Lion King. We all saw this, yes? Mm-hmm. The original, not the one that your I, cat loves. I watched both. And yes, Carl was enamored with the uh, quote-unquote live-action version, the CGI one. Uh, I really didn't care that much for it, but I had to watch the whole thing because my cat. Do you have a big TV? Is that why? Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was it was the big it was the big uh, fifty-inch right with a four K uh, right up front right there, and he just sat on the back of the couch and just just watched it the whole time. I was watching him more than I was watching the movie. So. This is one thing I've read before. We know that obviously, you know, 
Mufasa. Mm-hmm. When he dies, obviously, because his brother kills him, mm-hmm. he ends up ruling because he convinces Simba to run away. It's his fault. Yeah. Uh, and so he takes over. One, it's like, how is all of the things that are going on his fault, like the drought and all that stuff? One, that that's, you know, I'm like, how? That's not a lion ruler's, you know. Right. He can't control the weather. No. So I know that it was just for dramatic effect. Um, so, so, like, this person writes, I never quite understood how the kingdom was in such dire straits over the course of Scar's reign. And it was never entirely clear how much time passed between Simba's exile and return. But even if it was, like, a full, you know, four to five years it would take for him to reach maturity, can Scar be blamed for the state of the pride lands, you know, where they were in the time? And in reality, getting even letting the hyenas hunt where they may in the pride lands couldn't have desolated the area as much as it did. And even if it did, what was a lion who was only just came out of isolation on a diet of nothing but bugs going to do about it? <laughs> Simba had no real world experience governing and never heard any thoughts on his game plan for bringing things back to order. So I'm more inclined to think that it was just dumb luck things turned around and Simba just happened to return at the right time. So I'm just saying four to five years is a pretty solid run for people to get fed up by Scar. So who's to say Simba wouldn't have been overthrown in the same amount of time? Now, my only thinking on that, and it's just with the movie reasoning, is that once you let all of the um, the hyenas come in and they basically hunt everything else to either near extinction or everything else just uh, migrates away, mm-hmm. that the fragile ecostructure <laughs> of the area of the lands is now kind of tipped off in a bad balance mm-hmm. so there's not like you know the 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 herbivore animals going out there and eating the grass maybe it's something like that that suddenly the grass gets big and the, like wildfires happen okay. like i can see that delicate balance sort of thing but in four or five causing years? it I feel I like it'd know. be a little longer i would think so as well but also i mean it's like cartoon time like, you just yeah, kind of have to, like, right. go with the flow and, like, deal yes. with however this is going to work. And I think this is the one that everyone's, like, seriously, even little kids are probably like, what? Is why did the prince rely on shoe size when he saw Cinderella's face? It's not like she had a mask on. Well, I'll be honest. There's the meme out there who, uh, which was talking about, now I understand the Clark Kent dilemma when I saw Zoe Deschanel without bangs and without glasses. Mm. Com- she looks completely different. Actually, I think I saw another meme and I posted it on our Facebook page of uh, the actor who plays Homelander on The Boys. Yeah, and it's, Anthony Starr. Yes, and there's one with, there's like an interview with all the cast and stuff, a uh, video interview, and this person's like, I don't, I didn't know who this was until I looked up you know, Anthony Starr or whatever, and I realized that was Homelander. And he just got glasses and his hair is not as, as blonde. Yeah. Like, oh my God. It's, it's so, like the Clark Kent thing is real. Yeah, and he looks just, I mean, like just like a a a prettier, more well-built version of Jason Bateman. Okay. And I can't get it out of my face. <laughs> so watching the show just makes it that much weirder because after watching like Ozark mm-hmm. and then going and watching uh, The Boys, it's like... <laughs> I mean, I know you're not the same guy, but it's really creepy. Oof. Um, But, you know, what this says, Cinderella is a great story and technically not even Disney's, but that doesn't mean they're off the hook for this one. So in what world do you find a woman at a party, have a great night, and then scour the town trying to size up women's feet to see if they match (laughs) with uh, the woman you dance with that night? And are we really supposed to believe Cinderella was the only woman in that area with that shoe size? They look like a size five. I mean, I believe it because my cousin and I are about the same height. 
and like the same body structure for the exception of her feet are like three sizes smaller than mine. Oh, no. Yeah. She had teeny baby feet. Yes, they are. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean. I mean like, just for, why didn't he just look at women who resembled Cinderella? Like clearly her stepsisters look nothing like her. So be like, okay, you're obviously out. Yeah. But I mean, even in the Grimm's fairy tales, it's so much worse because they literally cut off like the back of their yeah, heels heel to try to fit in like yes. and fit in the shoe <laughs> when you're like. Uh, ladies, you're not blonde, so I mean you're already out. But I mean, cut off your toes if you want to. I what guess. What you gotta do? Oof. Uh, so another question, and I, I never actually saw Snow White and the Huntsman. You know, it's Christmas. Oh, Stewart really? You didn't? I didn't. I watched the first one. It was all right. Um, but the original Snow White. I watched yes. the crap out of that when I was a little kid. Very, very old. I want to say forties. Uh, it might have been. Anyways. Yeah, it was one of the first. But the question is, whatever happened to that dude who tried to kill Snow White? So people get really hung up on the evil queen's plan to kill Snow White with a poison apple. But don't forget, she also sent an assassin to try to kill her towards the beginning of the movie. This guy hung out, waited for Snow White to help a bird, and then pulled a knife to finish the deed. And eventually he ov- he's overcome with emotion and warns her the queen is trying to kill her, which helps Snow White avoid immediate danger. And she runs and we never see him again. Well, I mean, he's hoping that uh, the evil queen doesn't uh, notice because, well, she going to kill him for not doing his damn job. Maybe it was like a – wasn't this a grim fairy tale? I think I read something where he gets the heart of like a goat or like a cow or a calf or something and brings it to her. Yeah, and she she does believe that um, Snow White has been killed until the mirror is like – nope. No, you're wrong. And by that Bitch, point, you thought. yeah. By that, <laughs> by that point, uh, hopefully the huntsman has uh, left the country or uh, continent or whatever the hell the or the story. Is. Yeah, at least the story. Um, this is probably about one of the worst and evilest villains of all time. Ooh, it's still Disney. Yes. Okay, the worst and evilest. I'll give you a hint. It's female. Uh oh, I was gonna go with uh, Jafar. Damn, Jafar. No, female. Maleficent. No. Maleficent. Nope. Malefic. Maleficent. So you said no. Maleficent. So let's move on to the next one. So who is it? Cruella DeVille. Oh, yep, yep, so, puppy killer. Yep, it's the like, worst. So 101 Dalmatians, Cruella DeVille, really wanted a fur coat made out of a ton of Dalmatian puppies. So by default, she's one of the worst Disney villains. Truth. She's also one of the dumbest because it's never entirely certain how her plan is going to work. So she skins 101 puppies to make a fur coat. And then mm-hmm. what? Was there really an ex- expectation she's allowed to wear a coat made out of Dalmatian fur with no legal ramifications? There would be some sort of reckoning for that crime, unless, of course, Corolla said that the fur was fake. In that case, I can't imagine why creating a coat out of fake Dalmatian fur wouldn't have been her plan to begin with. So, yeah, I, I think. And why also, did it have to be puppies? Yeah, calling her dumb is not wrong uh, because I don't think she thought the whole thing through. And yeah, a lot of people would be like, wow, where did you get that? Especially nowadays. Mm-hmm. I mean, even back then. Sure, people wore fur. And, like, who would believe if you – I remember watching the Glenn Close version. She always had those big fur coats. Yeah, it's like she yeah. was all about – like, there's no way in hell she's going to wear a fake fur coat. No. Uh, so, like, okay. Like, why – what – like, was she really going to parade around with it? What's next? Mm-hmm. Kittens? No. Like, hey, I shut don't, up. No. No. Like, <laughs> that's why she was stuck. I need to rewatch that movie because I don't remember how it ended. I like, don't. I remember, like, they all got the 101 Dalmatians, but – I don't remember exactly what happened to Corella DeVille. It's been I, that long. Yeah, I think she probably like fell into a river or something like that. That's okay. a great ending. Yeah, they always fall into something where you can never see them again. 
so it's just it's it, it's funny like these things that we don't really think about as kids, and then when we get older, it's like um yeah, wait, that's a little load of BS there. I mean, or it's gonna go on. It gets worse like when you start identifying with the parents. Oh that's yeah, like, of course not. You're 15. You're not a grown adult. You whiny brat. It's just like with like the SpongeBob <laughs> stuff when it's like yeah, I'm starting to identify with Squidward now. Yep. This isn't good. <laughs> I'll just be Patrick. It's easier. Aww. Well, until next time, guys. Stay nerdy.